Welcome to the Crypto Trader Podcast with your host, Jacob Canfield. Hello, traders, and welcome to the Crypto Trader Podcast. I thought it would be a really fun way to kick off this show with my 21 crypto trading rules. These are rules that I've come up with over the past three years of trading cryptocurrencies 24-7 in this marketplace, and they've helped me to avoid mistakes, uh, losing money, and make me a lot more money. Now, some of them may seem super simple, but they're often overlooked. And uh, the very last rule is one rule that will make you a lot of money and keep you from a lot of heartache. So for this first episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually go through the first 15 rules. I'm going to split this into two parts so that they're not too long. And if at any time you just want to download the full PDF guide, you can just head to CryptoTraderPodcast.com, uh, enter your email, and you'll get that full guide uh, with the breakdown of all the 21 rules. A lot of people, they like to take these rules, print them out, put them on their wall, set them as their background. Uh, write them down because they are very important rules. Okay, so rule number one, learn the market cycle and emotions associated with each market cycle. Now, what is the market cycle? Well, there's kind of a meme market cycle. I think I was one of the first traders to introduce it on my YouTube channel, but it's basically that the the very sharp parabolic rise with the, with the downfall, and it has different emotions associated with it. Uh, optimism, hope, uh, euphoria, complacency, greed, depression, all those different emotions. So it's important to understand the emotions associated with each area of the market cycle because sentiment is a very, very important tool. Uh, and so with that sentiment, you can actually just see like, is everybody euphoric? If everyone's euphoric, well, that's a good time to sell. Is everyone depressed, angry? Uh, those are good time to buy or you know, average into your position. So learning that market cycle in and out and trying to identify where you're at in the market cycle is very, very important. Number two is don't trade tired. Uh, and this is really important. You know, if you're up at like three, four o'clock in the morning, sometimes your judgment is off. Um, I'd highly recommend just setting a rule. If you're tired, just don't trade it all. Turn the charts off, close positions, set stop losses, and just get to bed. I know with crypto, the 24-7 market, it moves very fast. It's very volatile. Um, and so making sure you're getting plenty of rest is very important to keep those neurons in your brain firing appropriately. Uh, rule number three is don't trade frustrated. If you've hit a lot of losses, uh, if you are, um, you know, if you're not seeing the market correctly, a lot of times what that leads to is revenge trading, uh, where you try and chase, uh, chase rallies. Um, you're, you know, you do things kind of opposite. Uh, frustration really clouds in the mind as far as making uh, appropriate trades. So uh, the remedy for that is really taking a couple of days off uh, of trading, maybe even a week off. Uh, really clear your mind. Don't try and trade through really, really frustrated periods. And that applies to rule number four as well. Don't trade stressed. Uh, and, and the biggest rule with that is if you are in the markets and uh, you're, you're stressed out about a position of, of hitting a stop loss or maybe a liquidation point, what that typically means is you're trading with too much money. Uh, and, and you always want to make sure that you're trading with money that you can afford to lose, not money that you need for rent, not money that you need for bills or paying mortgages. Uh, and so lowering your position sizes, taking some money out of the market and just kind of, uh, you know, holding it in an account or, you know, another good strategy is to kind of limit the amount of money that you're trading with your trading account. So keep one in a wallet, uh, you know, like a cold storage wallet, like a ledger or a Trezor, and then take only portions of that out and put it on the exchange so that you're not actually tempted to, uh, you know, trade with all your money. So if you're trading stressed out, maybe personal life, maybe from work. Um, I would highly recommend uh, clearing your mind, meditation, exercise, 
uh, you know, going for a workout, get something to reduce, uh, you know, reduce that stress. Now, there's also some supplements you can take, ashwagandha root, um, melatonin for sleep at night. Uh, there's some, uh, you know, neuro, uh, neurotransmitter supplements uh, that you can take, uh, theanine, uh, lots of things that you can actually take to kind of calm yourself down, de-stress. Uh, and so uh, also breathing is a really, really big one. If you're not breathing appropriately, then you're going to be stressed out because that's what helps to regulate your nervous system. So making sure you're taking those nice deep breaths. Um, and number five, if you're one of those three things, you always want to move into fiat for the next day and get some sleep. Rest up. You'll come back with a clear head. Just, just one day of rest is really, really important. It's taking, a, taking some time away from the markets. Um, and one thing that I do is in the morning, I always try and hit three things. Hydration, sunlight, movement. So I drink a big you know, huge glass of water. Um, I always throw a little magnesium and then that's really good for the calming. Um, and then uh, I always try and get some sunlight in the morning and I always try and work out uh, in the morning. So sunlight, movement, and hydration. Those are three keys in the morning that you want to do before your trading sessions. Uh, number six, if you can't sleep well at night, then reduce your position so you can sleep well at night. And that goes back to don't trade frustrated or stressed. Uh, number seven, always look at the charts first and then the news slash speculation, slash hype after. Always look at the charts first. Now, 2016, when I first started trading cryptocurrencies, news were very, very impactful. I actually used to have this system where I would trade different time zones like London Open. I trade the Asian Open. I trade uh, the, the, the US Open. And what I would do is I would actually have uh, articles translated from Korea, from China uh, back in 2016 because news, I could get it before everybody else. But now, it's really, you know, they've got Bloomberg type terminals that are set up to get news instantly. So, you know, these institutions are trading off sentiment um, and off of news headlines. So it's less effective to get, you know, to trade off of news. But sometimes there's still news events where you can actually front run the markets and you can short or long Bitcoin based on a big news story. Like when the uh, the tether FUD hit with the New York Attorney General, I was able to front run that and short the market um, with a nice position size because uh, I got it before that. And uh, so you, you always want to look at your charts first because a lot of times you can find those events are already priced in. Maybe we're at a key resistance level. Maybe we're kind of coming up to a, um, a an apex of a triangle or a wedge, um, and then and then it breaks out or breaks down based on that that news event. And so having understanding the technical analysis first really helps you to identify where these news articles might be released. Number uh, eight, if you're trading news. Uh, then you're way behind everyone else. Learn your analysis front and back. So that goes back to number seven. Everything is typically priced into the market. It's the black swan events that aren't priced into the market that make it kind of hard to figure out. Uh, number nine, sell at resistance to guarantee profit and evaluate after. I like 5% before resistance, and it really depends on the asset that you're trading, but uh, even 2% before resistance is usually really good. I see a lot of traders that continually like to buy at resistance. Uh, the thing with trading is it's about probabilities, guys. You're trying to trade like a casino uh, runs their casinos. So you want to always have greater than a 50% edge. And when something is at resistance, what's a more probable event to happen? That it re, you know, that it, uh, that it gets a correction from resistance and it starts to move down or that it breaks through resistance. Well, it's resistance for a reason. It's a key level. Um, and so it's always better to sell at resistance and evaluate after. If it breaks through that resistance level, then you can buy a breakout. Uh, you can buy you can buy the pullback of the breakout. And that goes to number 10. Buy at support to position yourself for the next wave up. Now, the buy at support and sell at resistance have a couple of caveats. 
And rule number 21 really, really goes into that a little bit more on how to kind of ensure how those rules really kind of come into your favor. So wait for the next episode, rule 21, and you'll understand how sell it resistance and buy support make a lot more sense. Number 11, guaranteed profit is always better than potential profit. I see so many traders uh, where, you know, I'll sell at resistance and I'll lock in 13%. And then the trade will move beyond that resistance and go up another three to 4%. And they'll say, uh, ha ha sucker, you know, they'll laugh at me uh, on how I missed all this profit. Well, I locked in profit. And then next thing you know, a day or two later, the market absolutely dumps, breaks back through that resistance level that, you know, should have acted as support. And now th instead of being in profit, like they were supposed to be, now they're negative or they're break even. So selling at resistance and locking in profit is never a bad thing, even, even just locking in 50%. And that comes into number 12, never panic buy or sell alts. As soon as something moves through a support or resistance, it almost always comes back up or down to re retest it as support or resistance. So with this rule, it's important to understand that, you know, they're not always going to come back. But it's better to kind of be greedy with your entries. If, if it breaks through a support level, you want to wait for it to come back to that support level and act as resistance to take a short rather than buying mid-range where it can kind of do anything and you don't have a good setup. And same thing when it breaks through a support level and it comes back to test it, that's a great place to buy instead of trying to buy mid-range or what we call chasing a candle. And that comes into number 13. Choose a plan, find a trading strategy, and stick with it. Trade your plan and plan your trade, right? So always follow your own rules. And even if you hit two or three stop losses, if you've back-tested your strategy and you understand that it's a profitable strategy over the long run, then it's important to, to stick to that. And so there's four sub-rules to this, this choose your plan and stick to it. And the first rule is do not get FOMO. What is FOMO? FOMO is the fear of missing out. Number two, do not get FOMO. Number three, do not get FOMO. I can't iterate this enough. FOMO is that fear of missing out. I see people cost averaging in to a downtrending asset and it downtrends, downtrends, downtrends. It goes 30, 40, 50, 60. And in, and in crypto, we've seen it go all the way down to 90%. And people, they just keep buying in because they're afraid of that one big candle pump. Guys, that's not the way you want to trade. Um, it, it, you really want to buy when something shows signs of strength. And that's, you know, that's going to come into 21. It's a simple rule, but it's really, really important. Number 14, are you a long-term holder or a short-term trader? Identify your strengths and your weaknesses. And once you identify your strengths, then you really want to just stick to your plan. Always stick to it. And number 15, no coin is ever too expensive or too cheap. It's all about percentage gains when it comes to trading. And it's also about risk reward and your win ratio. And so you don't ever want to get into the habit of thinking a coin is ever too expensive or too cheap because if people are willing to buy it, if buyers are in the market, then uh, that's something that you want to trade and that's something that you want to play. You know, even when Bitcoin was at uh, 14,000, 15,000, there was still plays to be made because it doesn't matter if it's too expensive or too cheap. If people are willing to buy it, if there's volume in the market, it's an asset that you want to trade. Well, that's it for my first 15 rule, guys. I hope that you found a lot of value out of this episode. If you can, just write some comments below. Let me know if this helped you. Um, you know, leave a review on the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. And again, if you want to get these 21 trade, you know, crypto trading rules, if you don't want to wait till the next episode, head to CryptoTraderPodcast.com. 
and, and download uh, the free guide. It's right on my homepage. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Crypto Trader Podcast. If you found value in this podcast, I ask that you rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next time.